morning, everyone. May the Lord richly bless you. Thank you so much for listening in here to our live broadcast. If you have any questions, comments, prayer requests, or testimonies, feel free to send them in. You see my email down there. You see my phone number, and you see my website there. So feel free to contact us in any way. You also uh, you can contact us right where you're watching, whether it be on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. So today's subject is, what does the Bible say about shorts? Uh, when, you're, when you're watching this, you might think, my, my, this man is a legalist. He's always talking about, what does the Bible say about shorts, earrings, makeup, etc.? And this all, all these things need to be prefaced by this, is that uh, uh, what we do on the outside is a reflection of God's work on the inside. And so the purpose isn't to say, if you don't follow this, you're not saved. It, it is putting forth a standard of the Word of God, and we need the Holy Spirit to guide us in, in our lives and, and direct us in how we act and walk and behave. So uh, we're going to talk a few scriptures, and then we're going to look at some of the history of shorts uh, um, on men and women. Uh, Exodus 28, 40 through 42. And for Aaron's sons thou shalt make coats, and thou shalt make for them girdles, and bonnets shalt thou make for them for glory and for beauty. And thou shalt put them upon Aaron thy brother and his sons with him, and shalt anoint them and consecrate them by them, that they may minister unto me in the priest's office. And thou shalt make them linen breeches to cover their nakedness. From the loins even unto the thighs shall they reach. So the Bible term, terms these breeches that go from the loins, they go from the waist down to the knee. Um, they it, it terms those as undergarments. They're not to be worn on the outside. The priests weren't to walk around in shorts, but in order to cover their nakedness as they're walking up the stairs, um, they were to put on shorts underneath the long tunics that they're wearing. So just a little, little encapsulation of history of these things. Uh, historically, during the pre- in post-Victorian era, the upper-class men wore breeches that were pants that came came down just below the knee. They were they were um, uh, they weren't tight-fitting. They were very loose-fitting. They came down just below the knee, and from the knee down were a type of white sock or stocking. Uh, the lower class wore pants that went all the way down. Uh, uh, to their ankles, but the upper classes wore those um, bre breeches with the sock. Um, mod the modern short began to evolve from these upper upper class breeches. Um, it, it evolved from something that always covered the knee to something that in the 1960s, 70s, and 80s were short, short, so short. Uh, these shorts could be definitely be termed as uh, women's underwear worn on the outside. And so um, I'm going to read an article from, or an excerpt from an article from NPR um, 
this uh, section of it is called Early Bloomers. Taboos in clothing became more noticeable when there is a backlash against them, says Lee. She points to the Comfort for Women pioneer Amelia Jenks Bloomer, a Victorian-area advocate of women's rights who advocated for bifurcated garments for women specifically because it was taboo. So bifurcated means like pants, but not pants like in the modern sense we think of it. Uh, as the August 26, 1934 New York Times observed, the bloomer dress became a sensation and a scandal. Ministers preached against it. Little boys followed it in the street with catcalls and balls of mud. Even the feminists weakened under pressure and finally abandoned it. True acceptance of pants as appropriate attire for women, however, didn't become generally accepted until the 1930s, when Hollywood's elite, such as Katharine Hepburn, began wearing them. Shorts were another matter. In the early 1950s, the United States Golf Association banned golfing shorts for amateur tournament play. By the 1980s, the USGA had lifted the ban, but the Professional Golf Association, according to the Arizona Republic, still prohibits men from wearing shorts during sanctioned tournaments. Legislation. Sometimes, though, American stubbornness and sense of humor have thwarted attempts to enforce dress codes. In the spring of 1952, the Fort Worth City Council received a letter from a concerned citizen. The United Press reported the council's brief consideration of banning shorts had made national news. When a person wears shorts, the alarmed woman wrote, it's an advertisement for adultery. The woman told the council she was a decent lady who resented having to look at the ugly legs of men and women in shorts. Exposed gams, she added, were a disgrace to humanity. One city legislator quipped that the matter seemed like a legacy for the legal department, but the mayor took the complaint more seriously and asked the city manager to investigate a possible ban. So you see there some of the history regarding shorts. John 21, verse 7, Therefore that disciple whom Jesus loved saith unto Peter, It is the Lord. Now when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he girt his fisher's coat unto him, for he was naked, and did cast himself into the sea. So here we see the Apostle Peter was fishing in the heat of the day, wearing nothing but his undergarments. Just among his fellow fishermen, men of the same uh, position as that he was in. There was no women around. They were out working. Uh, we aren't to suppose he was literally naked, because this would be very impractical while dealing with fishing nets, boat rigging, and the fish themselves. Uh, he was with, without his outer garment, which covered him from the neck to the ankle. He had something which in the order would be in the order of shorts on. In order to come into the presence of the Lord Jesus, the apostle first put on his coat and then jumped into the water. You would think, okay, he would jump into the water and then come there and then put his coat on, but instead he puts his, he puts his outer garment on jumps in the water and swims to see Jesus. Um, while sh shorts were okay here, among the men he was working with, 
when he was to go see Christ on the shore, where there also could be uh, ladies there, he put on his outer garment so that he could be dressed modestly in public. Isaiah 47, 2 and 3. Take the millstones and grind meal, uncover thy locks, make bare the leg, uncover the thigh, pass over the rivers, thy nakedness shall be uncovered, yea, thy shame shall be seen, I will take vengeance and I will, I will not meet thee as a man. He, here we find another reference uh, to when a woman's thigh was uncovered. God considers her naked, you, your nakedness are discovered. It was a shameful thing. It's a shameful thing, according to the Bible, to uncover the thigh in public. Again, God intends garments to be used as a covering. He intends that a woman dresses women, men dresses men, and he intends them to dress modestly. Now I'm going to read to you what Brother Branham had to say about the subject. This is from the sermon, Satan's Eden. Oh, what a perversion, what an age, what a time where, how deceitful it is. Oh, all these things and don't know it. A perfect perverted spirit is in the man. He is veiled from the lust of Satan and the woman is too. It's a satanic spirit of a great society. See, they don't know it, but they're an organization. Women with shorts on belongs to an organization. Man dressed like that is, an or is on an organization. I'll give you the abbreviation of it. BSS, the Big Sister Society. So that's what they belong to. Come out here, a big sissy society with them little old pants on, big old naughty looking, dirty looking thing. Man, you may differ with me on this, but that's the truth. You have been perverted and don't know it. You're not, you don't act like a man no more. See, coming so soft and their son will be nothing to them anymore. Men and women too. They're society. There's an organization. Why John next door wore shorts, so why can't I? Luella wanted me to wear them because John wore them next door. And well, if Susie Jane can wear them, the so can Martha Jane wear them. Or Susie Lou, or whoever her name is. See, see, it's a society. It's an organization. You spiritually belong to it and don't know it. So that's a look at what, what the Bible says about shorts. We can see what, what the culture was at the time of the Scripture. And we see the slow uh, development. And once again, we look at that time period, 1920s, 1930s, where there was a degradation in, our, in American society and that it was spurred on by Hollywood and passed on to the rest of the world. So shorts are not a godly thing. They've become something that's no big deal right now. Uh, in, in our time and, time and uh, age, but the fact is that it is not something that is encouraged by Scripture. Thank you for listening. If you have questions, testimonies, or prayer requests, please let us know. May the Lord richly bless you.